Welcome to One Thing Queer. I am Jenny Baton and my pronouns are she, they. And I am Kelsey Wren and my pronouns are she, her. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Uh, how's everybody doing? How's everyone doing? How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. It's been uh, kind of a roller coaster of a week, mm. but I, I like to try to stay. I'm, I'm an Aries, so mm. I try to like bounce from things. Like today, I told you I wasn't feeling that great. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey so graciously uh, greeted me. Like as soon as she saw me, she's <laughs> like, you want a beer? <laughs> so she, she stole a beer from her. Her person and uh, <laughs> so graciously shared it with me. I figured you could use it, and I knew you didn't try that one yet, so <laughs> so good. ASMR slurp. <laughs> <laughs> it went down the wrong pipe. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, we have a guest. Oh no, just kidding. Not a, in not, studio guest. In studio guest. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend Val is here today. Yee. Everybody wave in the car. Hi. Hi. <laughs> So, yeah, we did a little poll. We did do a poll. Thank you guys for participating. Yeah, we we asked questions, or we asked questions. <laughs> we did a little poll to see what it is that you wanted to hear from us, mm-hmm. and a lot of you said... Our coming out stories, so... And here we are. I guess we'll talk about it today. <laughs> yeah, but before we do that, yeah. let's shoot the shit. Sure. <laughs> I think this is like a new segment. I think we should do the shoot, shoot the, shit. the shit. Like, as, as long as segment, it's not the shitting Not segment. the shitting part, just the shooting. <laughs> and then the, the shit is just figurative. Yeah, yeah definitely. Not no, literal. No. Um, yeah, this week was good. Um, did some work, so that was cool. It was pretty chill. Going to Not Scary Farm tomorrow. That's exciting. It's my first time. I'm so scared. <laughs> what are you feeling inside? Like, I'm really excited. We yeah. planned out today, like, I uh, bought the tickets and stuff, and it's my first time going, and I've never been. Oh. Halloween has... <laughs> <laughs> it was going to come out. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Halloween... <laughs> Halloween's always been a kind of, like, I don't know, it's fun, but it's also, like, a traumatic time, because everything is always, like, I know I look like a big tough guy. <laughs> You are a big tough guy. What are you talking about? But, yeah, I'm a little scaredy cat on the inside. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of times, like, okay, it's so had a really traumatic experience, uh, like, with a, a scary movie when I was a kid. And uh, it just made me really afraid of scary movies. What so, movie was it? Oh, God, everybody knows. My family's like, oh, don't say the word. Okay, was the movie The Leprechaun? Oh, yeah. Oh. That's just scary. It was... It, uh, like I won't it was it was just it was traumatic so not just watching the movie like uh, an event occurred during the movie oh. so it was traumatic yeah but so anytime like it was so bad that like when I was a kid like my mom said that the like the commercial would come on and I like before anybody knew what the commercial was about I knew the first like two notes of that because so I knew to uh, like avoid that commercial wow and i'd like freak and tell them to change it and even today like if we see it on netflix or anything my partner will like scroll past it so i don't see the face because it's like it's that bad That's <laughs> so gnarly, dude. yeah so i don't know so halloween is fun but also i'm like i just don't want to be scared yeah. but this year we actually started watching some scary movies so really what what scary movies have you watched? we finally finished the whole um what is it conjuring universe mm-hmm and, and those are scary. They was pretty, it was pretty scary, yeah. but I was like, okay, I wasn't as traumatized as I used to be. Like, it used to be like a leave the lights on all night kind of thing yeah. when I would watch other scary movies, but this time I'm like, okay, let's go to bed. Like, it was actually fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I don't know what that has to do. It's transformative this year. No, that's awesome. <laughs> it has something to do with that. Growth. But so this is my first time going because every other time like I I'm, I just don't want people touching me like don't please don't touch me and mm-hmm. my friends assured me that they don't touch you there I'm like good because I'm I'm gonna deck someone I'm telling you yeah and if you force me to go in a place <laughs> I don't want to go I'm gonna deck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I just am sorry it has to be that way but no it'll be fun and we were like ooh funnel cake I can't wait to get oh like treats that's and the best part out. <laughs> that is the best part yeah yeah so. they're not supposed to touch you mm-hmm. all they do is just kind of like come to you and they're like I just, I just sho- like pretended to shove something, but they yeah. don't shove you. Oh, okay. They, they just like graze over you, but well, like they don't touch you. I also heard that it's not as bad as like Halloween Horror Nights, so I'm like, okay. And even then, Halloween Horror Nights wasn't, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the mazes are more intense, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. 
Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually speaking out of my ass because I've never <laughs> been to Knott's. <laughs> but from what I imagine, mm-hmm. I feel like Knott's is going to be more like cheesy looking, like mm-hmm. the scary stuff. Because there's no special effects. Well, oh, there are what, there are special effects artists there, but mm-hmm. not to the level. That's of, what they were saying is that hollow. It's uh, Halloween Horror Nights, I guess. Yeah. is more crazy because they're like on the law and they have yeah. a lot more like resources. Uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, well, that's terrifying. Yeah, I will not go there. <laughs> but I, it, oh god, no, <laughs> but it's like uh, well. The scary movie thing actually turns into, so not last year, but the year before, in the year before that, I did, like, uh, watch a scary movie a day during ho- during October. Wow. And last year, I had a few friends who were like, hey, where's your thing? And I'm like, dude, I'm so, like, I can't handle it this year. <laughs> it's so much. That's the stress crazy. of picking a movie every day was, like, too much. Yeah. So this year, I was like, ooh, I have a whole new field of, like, movies to pick from because mm-hmm. it's not just going to be, like, Halloween Town. Even though those are good movies and Hocus yeah. Pocus, those are good oh, movies, but, yes. like... I can throw in like actual scary movies now, so mm-hmm. that's gonna be exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited oh, for you. let me know, guys, what movies I should watch. Um, yes, I'll give you my Instagram at the end of the episode. Yeah, but yeah, give me some recommendations. Send them over. Mm-hmm. I I used to be. I'm more of like a thriller, like a foreign film thriller I like those fan. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they give me anxiety, but <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't know. Since becoming spiritual, I've I've kind of strayed away from like like the haunty ones. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, it gives me, like, negative vibes. Yeah, the possession ones are yeah. very... And, like, if they, if they like, chant in the movie, like, any kind of, like, foreign language that I don't know, we, like, mute it. Because I'm like, it's chanting it in your house. Yeah. <laughs> it may not be legit, but I also... What if it is? Yeah. I don't want it said in my house. My house is very peaceful. I don't want it said in, the, no. in here. So I, agree. I totally agree. But thrillers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mute it. <laughs> mute that shit. Oh. So, yeah, I think we're going to go to Horror Nights, right, babe? Well, you wanted to go to um, both. Oh. So we're going to probably tackle both. Nice. But I'm excited for pumpkin patches, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's my favorite. I'm not excited for pumpkin spice lattes, though. I I don't like them. Same. I don't like anything. (laughs) Pumpkin. I I do love pumpkin. That's the thing. I love the spice and I love Mm -hmm. the pumpkin. I don't like it together. Oh. Okay. Well, at least not Starbucks. Well, now you're weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, no, unpopular. Uh, I don't <laughs> like pumpkin spice or pumpkin anything. Like, um, I was showing my friends of last year the the pumpkin patch, the like food we got because obviously we went for the food. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Ooh, pumpkin!" I'm like, "No, like, God, no!" <laughs> like, I'm like, "It's like cinnamon roll and lemon." <laughs> Is it like the mushiness that you don't like, I or just like the flavor? Don't like the flavor of the pumpkin. Oh, okay. Like pumpkin pie, also, I know blasphemy, but like, ugh. really? Oof. I feel that way about apple pie. Oh, okay. we're, we're about to lose followers left and right <laughs> after this episode. They're not even get, gonna get to our coming out story. They're already they're mad like, about the pineapple this, from last fuck episode. This shit. <laughs> They're whack. They're already mad about the pineapple. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We already lost them last episode. <laughs> yeah, we already lost y'all. Yeah, so, yeah, we we did polls, and mm-hmm. we have a lot of... We got a lot of input. Yeah, we, yeah. We definitely did. It was great. And, guys, I know you guys like Q&As. We like Q&As, but we need questions. We need questions. <laughs> that is, that's something we were talking about when we first started. We were like, oh, like, so many people wanted Q&As, yeah. but nobody well, sent us questions. <laughs> We'll so, just have to use my little my little dinky list of silly yeah. ones uh, from that are very divisive. And your little highlight tool. Uh, wow. On the phone. Attacked. Personally attacked. <laughs> I'm just jealous that you figured it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta show you how to do that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I saw a spiritual number today. You did. Dude. I was like, uh, so my partner got gets up really early for work and sometimes he wakes me up. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> and I woke and I went up and went to the restroom and stuff and I came back and I was like, oh, five, five, five. Huh. Huh. And like my eyes were half open and I like fell back asleep and I was like, I got to look that up later. Yeah. Night. <laughs> like, but I've never, I'm sure I've seen them before, but I never really noticed. And I know that you see them a lot yeah. and I'm always like, how do they notice them? Like yeah. I never do. Yeah. You see, so I have this. I haven't been doing it lately just because it's exhausting trying to, like, take pictures of license plate numbers, but I literally, every time I drive, I see angel numbers. I've seen you take a lot of photos of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did it for, like, maybe, like, a week straight one time, and it was, like, a bunch. Wow. And I see them every day, and actually, this week in particular, I've been seeing them so, so much more, 
And it kind of comes in waves. Like, mm-hmm. there'll be weeks where, like, I'll see them, like, very sporadically, but I always, like, see them. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be weeks where it's, like, one after the other after the other. Like, especially if I'm driving, it's, like, five, 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 one, 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 two, 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 wow. four, 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 like, all, six, 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 like, mm-hmm. all the, all the <laughs> yeah. numbers. And six, 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 for the record, does not mean what y'all think it means. Look up angel numbers. It'll let you know. And then, actually, since we're on this topic... So, it's been, like, 10 years since I've been seeing 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, I was always scared. I was like, does it mean something? Does it mean I'm going to die on 9-11? Mm-hmm. Does it mean, like, like, what does it mean? And I didn't know, like, especially because I was never spiritual. And when I first started my awakening, I I looked it up. And what 9-11 means is, an angel, like, your angels or your spirit guides or whatnot mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to, like, get your attention. They're like, hey, like, we're right here. Oh. And it's like, and I was always so, like, I I was always scared. Like, whenever I would see, I was like, why? Like, in the morning and at night, Mm -hmm. 9-11. And I would tell people and they'd always be like, oh, well, you're up. You're most likely to be up at that time. Mm -hmm. Like, and you're going to be up in the morning and at Mm -hmm. night to see that time. But then after I, after I started my spiritual awakening, I started seeing the other numbers uh yeah uh, one of my friends we were talking about tiktok and she made a tiktok and put 666 in yeah. it and another friend was like "Ooh, 666 and she's like no look it up it's actually like a good thing like yeah. don't worry about it like yeah uh, that's so that's funny that you brought that up also because yeah. <laughs> she said the same thing yeah yeah because i was always scared of that number mm-hmm. too because i don't know i'm like, not scared i know you're not <laughs> Kels is goth. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> or, okay. what? or she's an alt girl. Yeah, a little alt, I guess. I don't you're know. I don't like to claim nothing or nothing no. like that. Everyone. You're just cool. We sure. cool sure. in our own ways. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got my Misfits leggings on. That's, uh-huh. that's cool. That's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have my huaraches on. Oh, today's, <laughs> today is uh, Mexican um, Independence Day. I saw that. So, that's another reason I think I wear my huaraches subconsciously. And they're matching. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are matching. And she's wearing, what, what are they called, babe? It's like a Mexican old lady nightgown. <laughs> yeah. We claim it, though. Mm. That's why when I said old lady, she's like, yeah. <laughs> no, Love it. No offense to it. Love it. They walked in and I was like, you're magic shoes. Because <laughs> they're all colorful. Yeah, they're cute. Thank y'all. And they're comfy. They look comfy. So, yeah. Happy. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be, this is on Tuesday. So, what? what's the day today? Today's Thursday. So, mm-hmm. today was um, Mexican Independence Day. So, Yee. feliz día de la independencia. Ditto. All right. <laughs> All right, so oh. shall, shall we begin? I mean, I guess so. Me first? Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so. Bear with us, guys. So my first, my my first, I guess my intro into this is that I, I was talking to my partner about this earlier, and I was like, I feel like my story is not, like, a big thing. And, like, I don't know. It's not this crazy story that a lot of people have or – and I was telling him that, like, it went fairly good for me. Mm-hmm. And I have some guilt that it went good because I feel I wish it goes good for everybody. And it makes me sad that it doesn't go good for everybody. And it went as best as it could, as it could possibly go. I mean, I am an adult, so it wasn't like I could be thrown out of my house or anything like that. So maybe that was some benefit to waiting till later in life, I guess. But I don't know. There's some guilt that I have that I uh, not, I don't know. I guess it's guilt because I wish it goes like that for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's my little thing. And I'm actually going to work my way backwards <laughs> yeah. and kind of start this year, I guess. So we talk about TikTok a lot. Mm-hmm. I really don't care if anybody thinks it's silly. It really is a place for people to connect Absolutely. and have, you know, see like, hey, I, I agree with that. I feel that way too. And I know, I know you feel the same way about it. So ooh, I'm getting like nervous. <laughs> Bear with us, guys. This is, like, a very vulnerable it's, episode. So. It is. And caps don't show this, so yeah. give me a little something. I'm um, challenging Kels today. <laughs> this is my nervous laughter. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, I was, I don't know. Quarantine. TikTok got me through quarantine because it would help me, like, waste hours of the day when there's nothing to do, basically. So, I was watching it, and I, and I kept on seeing, like, oh, like, you're on, like, 
the quote-unquote like gay side of your FYP basically yeah <laughs> and I was like I kept seeing that I was like wait why am I on this side kind of thing like <laughs> I'm like I but I get all of this and it was like if you're watching this you're like you're some type of queer like and I was like I, I don't know because I always the I've always suppressed it I've always suppressed it I've always dated assigned male at birth people and um they were usually I mean to my knowledge now heterosexual so like I you know I suppressed it and uh we'll get into that a little bit later so it didn't feel like it fit I just I just you know I just kind of nah, 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 that's not me that's not me that's me even though I knew it was like in so I kept on watching videos and I was like you know I think this is I think this is what it is like I've always known and they made me feel more comfortable to say it out loud Mm-hmm. and so one day before pride month uh like i don't even a couple months before i had talked to my partner about it and i was like hey i feel different and like this is how i feel i know this is how you feel i don't know if this means anything it doesn't change anything between us but like this is who i am and he was very supportive and was kind of like yeah i know <laughs> like it's funny because like that's gonna happen a lot where yeah. people are like yeah we know like <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't hiding it as well as I thought. So <laughs> he was like very supportive and great about it. And it's on the honesty and communication. Communication has only made it stronger. So, so I found this post and it said, "Happy Pride Month. I'm by. This is my coming out." And it was like something I first saw when I opened up my phone that day. And I was like, I I looked at him and I was like, I think I'm gonna do it. And he was like, like okay, like whatever. I support you. I'm here. And I was like cool I'm gonna do it and I posted it and like I was like surprise or maybe like or maybe not (laughs) (laughs) so I was like okay so like it's out there I know my I know some family saw it I didn't the only person I had individually talked to at that point was him so I was like okay so the next week came by and I was happy it was great I had said it out loud and I actually said it out loud while I posted it and like looked at him and he was like that's awesome like I love you and I was like "Eh." stop emotions (laughs) i'm literally like getting emotional Uh, yeah but he was awesome so like a few days later i kind of work with my mom in a weird space like i i see her a lot she's a a, uh basically a subcontractor for the place i work at so i see her a lot and i had gone to her house a few days later and i was just kind of like so did you see my post (laughs) and she was like yeah and she's like well what does that mean and i was like well this is what it means and just kind of told her I, I don't want to say specifics about what was said maybe later but I was like well this this is what it means and she said what does it mean with your with your partner and I was like it doesn't change anything like that's you know we're solid um doesn't change anything with him so she was and I was like so that's it and she was like well I love you and like like you know it's you know it's basically it's fine mm-hmm. like not I my brain can take it with both my parents can take it in a really sour way and make it bad but I'm not going to do it I'm gonna say I'm gonna take it in a good way and say like you know if they said I love you no matter what I could my brain could spin that and I'm not going to so it was great so she, she was like okay like great like she kind of already suspected when I was in high school she had mentioned that to me before so it, I again she was like yeah I know basically <laughs> So then I told my younger brother, and me, me and my younger brother are really close. We weren't so much when we were kids, but we were really close. And, like, he, like, before anybody was my BFF. So I told him, and he said, he was like, I kind of figured. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. Like, and with him, I was joking. I was like, dude, like, like, everybody stop saying that. Everybody say that. I'm like, I was, I was doing such a good job. I know it. I know I was. <laughs> because, like, I would even, like, so... I'll get to it in high school. I'll get to that part in high school. I'm trying to stay on track. So this is why I'm backtracking. So I told my brother, and it was fine. So that was a few months ago. So um, I talked to, like I said, I have a bunch of older brothers. And there's a few that I haven't personally because we're not on that level. Um, but with one of my brothers, I told him over the phone. And because him and I speak rarely, but when we do, it's for like hours. Mm-hmm. So I, we had talked, and he had let some uh, personal information about his job out to me. And I was like, okay, feels like a safe space. So I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and I told him, and he was like, that's amazing. Like, congratulations. Like, thanks for telling me. And I was like, 
all right, cool. Like, I thought you were going to be really hard about this, mm. but he was really cool about it. So I was like, cool, okay. Yeah. So that was great. Um, and mind you, this whole time I'm like, already i'm like already okay with it i'm ready for what anybody's gonna say basically and i just kind of whoever wasn't gonna be on my team about it i was just kind of like i i'm used to or i'm i like the feeling of whatever staying is staying and whatever's leaving is leaving and that's how it's gonna work that's how it's gonna work so that happened with him and then um i have another brother who i'm really close with um he's out of the older ones probably i'm the closest with and um we had gotten in, ugh, I'm not going to get into this, but we had gotten into a fight last year, which complicated things. So I didn't feel that I could trust him with anything till then, until recent, until I made a last attempt earlier this year and said, hey, I want to keep people who are willing to hang around with me around. I want, I want to keep you around. Do you want to work this out? And he said, yes. So we did. And during that conversation, I came out to him and he was like, <laughs> he was like, cool. And like, that's it. Cause he, I'm not going to fault him for any of his reaction. He doesn't he doesn't live in this world. He doesn't know. I'm not going to fault him for not knowing something that he's had no experience with. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, everybody can learn, but I'm also, it's, it's difficult. So, yeah. so he was like, cool. But he had told his, his wife and she was like, well, did you congratulate her? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, I, for what kind of, I, she was like, no, you're supposed to congratulate. <laughs> she was very, very sweet about it. And Aww. she, she told me, she sent me a message later saying that. And I was like, well, oh, you're so, you're such a sweetheart. Um, but he actually had a conversation with my brother who I first came out to. And that brother had educated him like, well, you congratulate because it's a hard thing to do. It takes a lot of courage to do that. And like, because she trusts you with that information. And I was like, well, if it's any, I mean, not to shade anybody, but if it's any kind of uh, testament to our relationship, I didn't come out to every every single person in my family individually. Yeah. Only some people, you know, because I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really feel like being invalidated. So, <laughs> you know, so once my other brother told him that he he had come down recently this weekend actually, and we got to have lunch and go to breakfast and stuff. So that was cool. And he was like, "Hey, congratulations! Like they told me that it means something big," and congratulations and thank you for trusting me and I was like okay that's so cool sweet. yeah he was really cool about it um so that was cool so the hardest one was gonna be my dad for sure so my parents moved last week I'm gonna get emotional now <laughs> oh. Could it? Mm-hmm. no cats don't show emotion <laughs> you're with the nerves it's inevitable <laughs> okay so the hardest one was gonna be my dad so they moved they moved out of state last week or something. So I'm, I, I, it was hard at first, but I'm okay with it. Like it really like, they're going to live their best life and it's going to be great. But I knew I had to tell my dad before, like he like moved because <laughs> over the phone, it's going to be difficult, difficult to talk about. Yeah. So it was one of the days that like I, I had gone over there to like have lunch before they left or whatever. And, um, so, so I had told my mom about the podcast. And I was talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, so we're doing this podcast. And I had told him what it was about. And he was, like, kind of, like, shook his head, like, hmm? <laughs> what does that mean, kind of? And, like, he does this thing where he makes, like, a funny face. Like, he doesn't know what you're talking about. But it's written all over his face yeah. that you know what he knows what you're <laughs> talking about. And so in the middle of telling him, we were they were doing some stuff. And they were trying to get their house things in order. So it kind of got interrupted a bunch of times. But it was good because I was able to, like, re-grab my composure, basically. Yeah. So, so I told him and then like he was on the phone call, on a phone call. And then I, I ran to my mom and I was like, I thought you, I thought you would have told him. She's like, I did tell him. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. At least I know, I know, you know, like mm-hmm. I, it looks on your face. I know, you know. So yeah. he got off the phone and I went back and I was like, well, what do you think that means? And he was like, well, I'm not sure. And I was like, well, like I'm bisexual. Like, this is what it means. Like, you know, we want to have a, we want to talk to people and we want to have a podcast about this and. I really want to, you know, find a community and be a part of the community. And, you know, and he was like, okay. And I'm not going to go into all his responses because I don't want it to hurt anybody's feelings. But for the most part, he was like, you know, uh, well, I got your back no matter what. And I love you no matter what. And like, you know, like kind of all the things you want to hear, basically. And that was great. Yeah. Like, that was great because it was like, whoa. And he had mentioned... Um, so why am I hearing about this now? And I was like, 
because it, it took me a long time to say it out yeah. loud. It took me a long time to figure this out. Not figure it out, but, like, I, I don't want to say come to terms with because that makes it sound bad. It's not bad. It, mm-hmm. like, it, accept it is the best way, I guess, to say it. So it took me a long time to accept it, and he, I was like, you know, I was afraid, and he kind of said, well, what are you afraid of? And I was like, well, I mean, not too long ago, you made a derogatory comment not realizing who you were talking to. And he's like, well, I apologize. I, I, I won't speak like that. And I said, you know, I just want you to know so you know that when whatever your beliefs are on this, this my person, our, our people, whatever your beliefs are, just know that this isn't some far off issue that somebody else's family deals with. Mm-hmm. This is your family. This is your kid. Yeah. Like, and he kind of was like, I, I get it. I get it. And was like, okay. Then that was pretty much it. So. That was kind of, that was family <laughs> stuff, I guess. So, yeah, so that was that was great. But to to get the backstory to that story, so growing up, I was kind of, I don't, I don't want to say tomboy, but yeah, tomboy. Um, I grew up with a bunch of boys, and that's, I didn't really know about makeup. I didn't really know about that stuff, and I thought it was, I thought it was normal, and I thought I, I didn't understand, basically. Yeah. So... There was a lot of times where, like, even growing up, like, I played soccer, and I would be on a soccer team, and, like, I saw girls, like, pillow fight, and in my head, I'm like, how are they doing that? <laughs> like, how, like, how, how, I couldn't understand how girls would separate that in their head, mm-hmm. because I felt differently about that. Yeah. So, same thing with, like, girl best friends. I never really had a lot of friends, or, fe- um, AFAB, gender, women gender, <laughs> friends I never had a lot of friends like that because I couldn't understand the boundary between friends and taking it farther because to me I would see friends like hold hands or like you know maybe maybe they have you know they were part of the crew also but I didn't (laughs) quite know yet but like like I would see them like oh like oh we're sleeping in the same bed and I'm like but how like yeah I would I don't know. It, it was. It would be too much for me. I could not. I remember specifically being at a, a soccer slumber party, and they were pillow fighting, and I. I just didn't get it. I. I was like, does that mean you guys like each other too? Like, yeah. It really. I could not understand. So, and then in high school, like some other experiences happened, and I think I. I was pretty much in a relationship with a guy my entire high school experience between different guys, two, three different long-term relationships. And I think I kept it that way because if I wasn't dating somebody, I would have to confront mm-hmm. who I might actually like. Yeah. And that's what I meant about getting into into them. I should not have dated the second one because maybe I would have been able to really come to terms and uh, I don't know. I don't want to say explore. I don't want to. I wouldn't change anything because it led to me to where I am and yeah. I like where I am and I love where I am. So, yeah. I love that. <laughs> but. I really feel like I probably should have figured myself out during that time period. So, but it all, I mean, it all works out, right? Yeah. So that was kind of in high school. And I just remember like having, I don't know, friends. I Like I said, I've had experiences and like, I was like, oh, okay. Like this, this is something and just kind of brushed it off. Like, mm-hmm. oh no. And there's actually like, I'm sure you've seen this movie that, um, but I'm a cheerleader movie. Yes. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. that movie. <laughs> So I would watch that all the time, and there's actually a line in that movie, which I'm sure you know, is the, um, but they're not thinking what you're thinking when you're looking at them. Yes. And it's basically a friend is telling her, like, but it's, because she's saying it's normal to look at other girls' bodies, it's normal, and that's what he says to her is, but they're not thinking what you're thinking. And that has rung in my head pretty much every single day of my life. Yeah. And it made me, like, it just all kind of clicked one day, like, oh, that's really makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh, yeah that's kind of that's pretty much what I can think of now um I mean I'm sure I'll sprinkle in other stories but that's kind of it thank you thank Thank you you for sharing that and for being vulnerable like and expressing everything like I said this is a really like vulnerable episode for both of us Mm -hmm. and but I think it's important that's like kind of the whole point of this podcast Mm -hmm. is for people to come and relate, maybe somehow, yeah. and even in the smallest way. Mm-hmm. But it's funny uh, that you mentioned that line in that movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was watching it, my girlfriend made me watch it like a month ago. Oh, that's great. And way to go. and when that line came up, uh, it was like, or it was a line where she they they say, 
or she says doesn't everybody think that way Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and I was like holy fuck (laughs) I was like that was me like as a little girl Mm -hmm. that was me Mm -hmm. so I guess yeah so thank you so much thanks Jen I appreciate you taking that space and being vulnerable and sharing all of that with us a lot yeah yeah it's not easy the emotions the cap the cap like it's so uncomfortable being like having emotions guys i'm rubbing off on you (laughs) i'm rubbing off on um so yeah Yeah. i guess i guess we'll start here let's i would love to give you the floor oh okay (laughs) so um funny enough i came out three times in my life um so the first time i came out and this is probably the most difficult well, one of the most difficult parts of my, my whole journey was uh, I came out when I was 15. I had a crush on this girl, and she had a crush on me, and she asked me out on a date to the movies, and I hadn't accepted, and nor did I ever, like, say anything um, about my sexuality to anybody, but that was kind of, like, the starting point of me trying to explore my sexuality um because I always I always liked girls since I was little and uh, my first kiss was a girl I was like five (laughs) and yeah so so I always knew and uh when that happened um I kind of seeked help and advice from two people I looked up to and two people that I was really close to so one of them was my aunt who I mentioned in the last episode she was always a huge influence for me and I always looked up to her and so I was like okay this is such a precious topic and vulnerable topic for me to bring up to someone so I have to do it with someone you trust like how you mentioned Mm -hmm. so um I seeked advice from her and um or I went to her and to one of my siblings. That sibling is someone I really looked up to my whole life, and I thought I was in a safe space at that time, so I was like, okay, I'm going to come to them and, and you know, just tell them and see what they say. Maybe I'll get... I was just, I guess, seeking, seeking ex- acceptance. So when I came out to them and I told them, like, I there's this girl and I... I think she's really pretty, and she asked me on a date, and I want to go. Um, my aunt, of course, was extremely supportive, and she thought it was so cute. And my sibling, um, kind of, at, at that point, like, I don't, if they listen to this, I don't want them to feel bad for this, but at that point, I was very insecure, and I was very very vulnerable and very um naive so when I went to them I told them you know I I I like this girl and they said no you're not gay it's a phase and when they told me that they dismissed it in the tone they said it it felt very dismissed and it made me feel at that point like I if they can't accept me like my mom and my dad will never accept me and I come from a household of a lot of abuse so I I was scared so that was like one of the biggest reasons I was always very scared to come out was because of the abuse during that time especially like during that age that's probably when like most of the abuse was happening so so yeah so I told the girl no I don't like girls and I I don't want to go on a date with you um, I like boys. So I had just kind of put that to rest and I just like went boy crazy and just like dated boys till last year. (laughs) And, um, and so, yeah, so that was just some, that was like the starting point of me coming out. And then I, it it was like a day (laughs) and then it ended. And then I, (laughs) And then I came... Sorry, <laughs> okay. dog interruption. No worries. And then I came... It's okay if they hear it. And then I came to the point where last year I had started my spiritual awakening. And in the initiation of my spiritual awakening, I was in a relationship. 
in that relationship was pretty much getting very serious very quickly and that happened from the very beginning so that leads me to me coming out the second time the second time around I came out as bisexual and that was last year summer of last year I was in a hetero relationship and I was just I came across TikTok too (laughs) I was literally like on the same videos Mm -hmm. that you were talking about like oh like thirst traps and I'd be like uh okay why why is this triggering me mm-hmm. or oh if the list thing like mm-hmm. or if you if you think this way and this way and this way oh guess what you're gay and I'm like oh okay just throw it in my face mm-hmm. and then I just started seeing a lot more coming out videos on there and people talking about their journeys and coming out later in life I saw so many people in their 50s coming out and I think that's one of the biggest triggers that I got and that's kind of what pushed me to come out the second or the the last time but we'll get to that but well I guess that will lead to the, the third time so when I first came out to him to my last relationship I had come out as bisexual and I thought it was the easiest way for me to come out because, you know, I'm in a hetero relationship. I was scared to break someone's heart. I was scared to disappoint people. I was scared to be questioned and invalidated. I was scared to just face myself fully. And the first person I came out to was my little brother. And I just remember, like, sitting in my room and I was bawling my eyes out. And I was like, I, I need to, t- like, I, I can't. I, it was like a, bo- a bottle that was just filled up. It was like a bottle of champagne that was just, like, ready to burst. And so I, I went to his room, and I I go to him, and I am just bawling. And I'm like, I need to tell you something. And he's like, what? And, like, keep in mind, I'm so close to my little brother. he He's one of the most safe spaces that I know. So... So yeah, I like came to him and it legit took me like 10 or 15 minutes to say it out loud. And I, and I said, I'm bisexual, even though deep down I knew the truth, um, but I knew people were going to question me. Like if I were, were to have said like, oh, I'm gay, but I'm with a man. So, um, so yeah, I came out to him and he was like, oh, like, so what? He's like, I love you. Like the- he's like that's it I was like yeah and it was just kind of a a very nice feeling to feel unconditionally loved so then later on that day I was like I need to tell my my ex-boyfriend I told I told my brother I need to tell him so later on that day I, I went to his house and keep in mind I'm thinking you know I already knew I wasn't happy and I kind of thought maybe if I come out as bi, maybe he won't want to be with me. And that's kind of going to be my, my way out of the situation. So that was what I internally was kind of hoping for. Um, So yeah, we get there and, um, or I get there and I come out to him and he's completely supportive. And so me thinking, I'm like, oh, okay I'm still not happy like I'm, I'm not happy because deep down I knew why and so I think it was like a month later because I was in August so a month later last September exactly a year ago um, I decided to end that relationship and I am the type of person that I will give you crystal clear answers so I told him the entire truth I told him how I felt when I was a kid I told him how I felt through my youth and as an adult and I remember going to the beach with him one time and I almost came out to him because I I even told him I was like I know that like if we don't end up working out you will be the last man I date and I think he he meant or I think he thought I meant like oh I'm gonna be alone for the rest of my life (laughs) um but deep down I I was kind of just I don't know it's hard to explain what I thought I was trying to do but yeah so I ended that relationship and it was very heartbreaking I I never like hurting anybody but I pretty much just told him like I 
I don't want to get to the point where I'm 50 with kids and I'm married to you and I'm coming out. And that's like, that's what kind of brings me back to TikTok. You know, me seeing 50 year olds coming out at that point in life. And I told myself, like, I'm not allowing myself to really find happiness and really find true love because I'm too scared of what others will think of me and I'm too scared that I will be disowned mm-hmm. I'm too scared that I'm going to disappoint people so so yeah after that relationship ended um I came out <laughs> I I came out I did a Instagram post and I <laughs> basically was like I'm gay period and so yeah I that's pretty much like the glimpse of my coming out story um me coming out to people I mean most of my friends are gay um so that was easy coming out to my mom was um also pretty I I don't want to say easy it's still scary I think coming Mm -hmm. out to your parents period is a very scary feeling Mm -hmm. and I genuinely never thought I would have to and and when I came out to her I knew that my mom would accept me no matter what but it was definitely I know it was an adjustment for her when I first came out and you know it was totally fine but I also want to touch base on the previous abuse that I talked about and that kind of falls under my dad and essentially he is probably the biggest reason why I never thought I would ever come out in my life um because even though he's sick um, and vulnerable because he's he's ill, my dad was always like my biggest fear in life, and and also like disappointing him is my biggest fear in life, and so coming out to him was very difficult. Um, I came out to him. I want to say it was like the day. It was like two days after I had ended my relationship and, you know, it was like, oh, I ended my relationship and he's like, oh, so I had to tell him why. And I straight up just told him, I was like, I'm gay. And he didn't take it, he didn't take it well. My dad is um, born in Mexico, uh, very religious, very traditional. He has a lot of, he's a boomer, but he has a very like back in the day mentality mm-hmm. and he he didn't accept <laughs> you guys hear that I love that yeah. very on brand right now <laughs> Mexican topics um but yeah <laughs> to lighten the mood um so yeah that was the most difficult part but I I I mean it's been a year and um it hasn't been easy and it's still not where I want it to be but you know there there was a day where you know I kind of kept bringing it up and I'm I'm kind of more owning it it now like whenever he makes comments I'm like yeah well I'm gay I'm fucking gay and then like we kind of joke around with it too like he he'll be like oh I want to go see those girls I'm like yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) and then like that like kind of like you know Mm -hmm. he he kind of smiles but then he gets mad Mm -hmm. so it's kind of an interesting situation with my dad right now but I know, I know deep down he'll come around because I just have that feeling, but yeah, I never thought that I would be capable of doing that, and now I can say that I'm, I've never been happier, I've never loved myself more, I've never accepted myself more, I've never felt more like myself, even with like how I present myself, how I speak, how I feel about life. And I, I think that all falls under, like, you're not no longer carrying that weight of, like, what are people going to think? And, you know, and then there's also, like, strangers. Like, what, what, what strangers, you know, think of you. But I honestly can say, like, whenever me and Val are somewhere and we get weird looks, I don't give a fuck. Because my biggest fear was my dad. So I'm like, I really don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if anybody looks at us anymore. Well, ever actually, like it never even phased me. I think you noticed it like more, like when we would be out and about, you'd be like, "Oh, those people are like looking at us." I'm like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "I don't," because e-. I think it just came so naturally to me. And and it, it's funny that you brought up like the fine line between 
friends and <laughs> and like being attracted to a woman mm-hmm. because that was my biggest fear and I met Val on Tinder and that Ooh. that was <laughs> that was my biggest fear was was okay like how am I going to distinguish this and I'm like very picky with women and and so I was very like scared that that I don't know like I didn't want to objectify women Mm -hmm. like on on tinder when I was on tinder I was like I don't want I don't like being on here because I don't want to just like swipe on a girl just Mm -hmm. because I think she's hot (laughs) like I want to know more about her you know yeah it's different with guys like when I was on straight tinder all those apps it's like doesn't feel that way Mm -hmm. but with women yeah it's like you I have this like immense respect for women that I never would want to make any woman feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but um it's funny that you said that because I have so many queer friends and it's so like it's so fucking platonic it's so weird because Mm -hmm. it's like they're they're all queer but it's all like bro like 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 uh like farting in front of each other burping in front of each like it's like total like platonicness Mm -hmm. and then um and yeah it's just like it's scary thinking about that but it honestly comes naturally like it, it just comes naturally like it's it's just another human that you're attracted to it doesn't matter what gender they are it's like having a guy friend you know definitely so, um, so yeah. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> That's my my little coming out story. Well, thanks for sharing with us. Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> we both talked about this before that like the urge to jump in and relate mm-hmm. is so hard for us it's to control. So, so I'm literally have my fingers locked in my lap <laughs> so I don't jump in. <laughs> I know. I noticed you were like, I'm like, <laughs> because like. A lot of like a lot of our stuff is very similar, although it's very different. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things where like we just re- relate on that. Like what I was gonna say right now with like friends, like when I wasn't out, I was so afraid of somebody knowing. Mm-hmm. But like now that every everybody close knows, the friends I have now, I only hang out with girls now, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel that way at all. It's no. completely platonic. So yeah. and I'm not like worried. So kind of something we scrapped in the gender episode is that yeah. like. I, like, I used to, when I would hang out with girls before, if they were really feminine presenting girls, it would throw me into, like, a masculine kind of role, and I really didn't like that, because then someone's gonna know I like girls, I'm gonna look like I like girls, which is, all this is from my perspective, it means nothing, stereotypes are lame, it doesn't, but, like, I would go so far as to, like, not wear flannel, because someone's gonna know, you know, like... I, it would, I would be like, oh my god, I, they're, they're gonna, you know, I, even though I had, like, quote, unquote, uh, short hair, like, that never fazed me, but, like, anything, like, if I wasn't wearing this, uh, people would know, and when I hang out with, the girls I hang out with now are, are a lot more feminine than I am, like, presenting, but it doesn't freak me, I'm like, I'll just go in my, like, gym workout stuff, I don't care, like, yeah. I don't care if I look, like, more masculine now, because it's, I'm not embarrassed anymore, exactly. and when you were saying, like, you've never been so happy being, out being yourself I feel the same way like I think I mentioned in the last episode like it feels like that black cloud in your brain is gone and like you're almost fearless and like I really don't care if you think like because even on TikTok it's like a joke (laughs) that like like bi girls have like gamer boyfriends (laughs) I mean check check mark on that nice nice hair (laughs) long hair yeah long hair (laughs) check mark on that so it's like I just don't I would have been like oh man people know that like oh and they're gonna think that's me but like I just don't I feel the same way I've never been more comfortable in my own skin ever like and it's funny because it even reflects in the way that like um, so a little bit of content warning for body image stuff, everyone, but it even reflects in the way that like I eat and work out now. Like I'm not punishing myself every day anymore mm-hmm. and like trying to fit my body into a mold exactly. of what I think it should look like. Cause of society. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, ha- and I'm, pu- I'm punishing my, I was previously punishing myself because I hated myself mm-hmm. and I just don't anymore. And it's like, oh, I still, like, work out and eat good, but it's because I want to, I want to have my body be able to move. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, obviously getting over 30 is, like, you know, you got to move or else you're going to, like, need hip replacements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, like, I have, like, I never wanted to eat healthy before. I forced myself mm-hmm. and now I actually want to because yeah. I want to give myself love and take care of myself when that was, it was completely, it was all punishment before, yeah. which is 
bonkers. Like, yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> it's so crazy. And it's it's just, I don't know, when that's part of when we start had the Zoom call, like, I was like, you too? Me too? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so funny how Everything things work out that after way. After the other. And, like, when you were talking about coming out as bi first, like, that's all the stuff that was in my head as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and still to this day, I'm like, I still, every time before you come over to, to record, I'm like, oh, should I be doing, you know, it takes a long time to get that out of your head. The like imposter syndrome. It really does. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Like, it was, oh, it's by, by Pride Week this it week. It is. <laughs> and uh, Jenny posted that, and I was like, oh, thanks for finding that. Yeah. Like, uh, it made me feel like... It made me feel better and it made me feel seen and that's all anybody wants and yeah. it's actually funny a funny story that I was I was talking to my brother about and um I forgot what topic we were talking about but it was about uh, not having like not having representation basically mm-hmm. and I was like have you ever just like felt like you wanted to belong and like you wanted people to see you that's like a lot of what this is like yeah. I think both of us just want people to see us and it's like and accept us. And accept. I mean, accept from the right people. I mean, yeah, from, I mean you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, accept in the sense of, um, I guess accept is in the right word. I think it's, like... I would say validate also, but that... Val- yeah. But that also doesn't sound right, because it's, like, you don't need You don't need anybody's validation. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, like, me personally, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Yeah, but, personally. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's important to bring awareness. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were talking about the statistic for... Oh, yeah. For how many people make up um the b in the lgbt lgbtq mm-hmm. community and the statistic is 54.6 percent yeah more than half of the lgbtq community identifies as bisexual and i got that on so informed on instagram mm-hmm. if you guys want to check out that post of uh, bisexuality yeah. i think that's why I'm so happy you're a part of the podcast because there there needs to be more representation. There's still mm-hmm. so much stigma, and we've mentioned that before. There, it really is because it felt I I really felt from like family members. Like I said, like I didn't have the fear of like being thrown out, but I was still afraid. Like yeah. I was like, oh, they're not like, you know, like I figured my mom would be fine, but like with my dad, my dad is also the hardest one to deal with. Yeah. Um. So it's, I was still afraid of like, I know they can't do anything to me, but I'm still scared. And I was also afraid because I've heard the comments they've made about other family members who are queer. I've, I was afraid they were going to say the same things. And, you know, who wants to hear that? Nobody wants to hear that, you know, like. But you're opening the door mm -hmm. um, to, because you're their child, it's like, oh, maybe, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they can see it in a different perspective because they love you and they love you unconditionally. That, and I hope that when they're with whoever they're with, they will have the courage to say, hey, don't say that, Mm -hmm. or hey, that's a wrong, you know, you're thinking out of the box here, that's not okay, and you're talking about my kid, and I'm not okay with that kind of thing, because, I mean, I think we both come from (laughs) fairly conservative families, so, um, yeah, that was, I just wanted them to know that, basically for my dad, m- mainly, because my mom and I have always been really, really, really close, so mm-hmm. for him, I just wanted him to realize, like, hey, I'm your kid, too, mm-hmm. like, I'm here, <laughs> you know, and it's not, it's not something other people deal with, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. I don't know, it was, it's, it's nice, I don't know, I always... As even though the imposter syndrome is strong, I feel that like I also can't wait to talk to other people and see because I it's the same thing with TikTok. Like, oh, you feel this way, me too, mm-hmm. and I feel like it validates you to think you're not. Cra- I've spent most of my life thinking I was crazy because I had these thoughts yeah. and they were completely normal. Yeah, it's like relating equates to validating mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. uh, that's that's how i saw it when mm-hmm. when i would come across mm-hmm. um when i was in like, queer tiktok <laughs> and i remember queer talk I, <laughs> queer talk i remember you know being in my last relationship and i'm like oh you know i i, I was like watching tiktoks and mm-hmm. it was like gay tiktok gay tiktok, <laughs> gay TikTok. i'm like oh i i'm my algorithms in gay tiktok uh-huh. i'm like it must be because i'm following my my best friend melissa uh-huh. it must be that that's probably why mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know it's just like so many signs and it's funny when i came out to my mom she was like she she was kind of taken aback she's like because she you know she only saw me with men mm-hmm. so she was just like like she accepted me but she's like but that's so like that's crazy like i i never 
put two and to get two together Mm -hmm. and i was like mom i'm like literally since elementary school Uh all my friends most of my friends not all my friends but most of my friends have been queer (laughs) yeah so it like all added up see i can't like i was like oh no not that i discriminated but like that's just not who i gravitated Mm -hmm. towards at least i mean at least at the time i know some of them are out now yeah so like we all didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. basically and it's funny because like as much as i try to hide hide my appearance like so i don't look this way mm-hmm. like when i asked my mom because she said she speculated in high school and when i asked her like oh because of i wore like quote unquote boys clothes or whatever and she was like no like the way you move your mannerisms your facial expressions and i was like huh that's okay <laughs> like there's no way i can hide that like <laughs> you know it's funny <laughs> I always had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a feeling. It came as and no I surprise. honestly like I knew I I thought I honestly thought you were you were out by oh. like in my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know why or how. I know she's with her partner, mm-hmm. but I I always, I don't know, in the mm-hmm. back of my head, I think it's just like a Well, even <laughs> with him, he's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I just, I just couldn't, I, I don't know. I, I knew, I don't know. I guess I exuded, apparently, yeah. <laughs> from my facial expressions. I just... Not that you can tell. That's what they, yeah, that is, like, yeah. one thing. It's like, you can't always tell mm-hmm. when someone's queer. Yeah, never assume. I don't really like, I, I don't like the idea that just because you wear Doc Martens, you might be gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of funny that sometimes we all kind of gravitate to a certain style, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... That obviously doesn't mean anything. I just don't like the assuming. Like, it's yeah. just... I don't think... Assuming is not... The lesson here today is do not assume <laughs> if someone is straight. Do not assume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I assume everyone's queer in my brain. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't, I don't like, tell them, oh, you're mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. I don't tell people, like, you're gay. But <laughs> me, like, my little belief is, like, I think everyone's, like, a little tiny bit gay. <laughs> like, just, like, a li- like at least, like, mm-hmm. 0.1%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like because when you think of like animals like majority of animals are gay and mm-hmm. we're mammals mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but that's just my brain yeah. but yeah don't don't assume i'm 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 just yeah i'm kidding <laughs> for legal purposes she is kidding for legal purposes i'm kidding <laughs> yeah no i just <laughs> just, kidding. I just yeah that's i i was so shocked because to me i was a great great and nope <laughs> not so much nope nope as i don't know like i don't know that that was part of the gender discussion too is like because i i don't know quote unquote dress like a tomboy did that mean i would look this way and i also like so it was this hard like uh i was in like a conundrum basically i love that word so like i didn't want to look too masculine because oh then people would know but i also didn't have the tools to quote unquote look hyper feminine Mm -hmm. like i didn't know about makeup i didn't like my my mother didn't teach me that stuff she's not a person who wear like she's allergic to almost everything so she doesn't wear that kind of stuff she doesn't dress that way i didn't learn that so i was like well how do how do i do that though yeah (laughs) how do i get to that point and like i don't know i would wear it for a long time and like I don't know, now I barely ever wear makeup or do anything quote-unquote feminine. Yeah, Yeah, and Mm. it's like days, too, because I think, I mean, that just kind of falls under gender gender expression, which we'll cover on a different episode. Mm -hmm. We we, kind of did, or the one that we scrapped was a gender one, but Mm -hmm. I really want to do a gender, a personal gender identity one, uh, because I'd love to have all different types of people mm-hmm. on once we start getting guests in. Of course. Um, and to just kind of tell their truth and their stories. Uh, speaking of all different, I also wanted to clarify, for me, because I, I know that bi implies binary, mm-hmm. meaning there's a binary in gender and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it that way. Yeah. So I don't see that I like, quote unquote, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. I see the binary as I like people like myself mm-hmm. and people not like myself. Mm-hmm. But... The reason I don't use pansexual is mm-hmm. because I'm in a committed committed relationship mm-hmm. and I don't see that going anywhere like like going away basically is what I mean. Yeah. Like that's that's my person and that's yep. going to be my person unless a catastrophic event happens. Yeah. And so for me pansexual really has to do with I, I, I am, yeah, it's funny that you meant like objectifying women because like I'm very much a personality person mm-hmm. and like so for me to get to know a personality and know whether I like them or not, I would have to get intimate with that, you know, and yeah. to me that's disrespectful and I'm not going to do that. 
that's not what I want to do. I have my person. I have my intimacy. So that's why, for me personally, pansexual does not fit. Yeah. Whether it fits for you or not, or not you, but <laughs> you people out there, yeah. that's completely your own decision. And it's really what you feel. If that fits you, then that's what you do. But I don't, that's a lot of the th- same thing with like, like the biphobia stuff is that like it, it a lot of people think it reinforces the binary and to me that's that's not how I see it I mean I if if that's wrong in our world let me know but mm-hmm. I that's my personal yeah. uh, perspective on it no I guess. yeah I think what it comes down to is labels <laughs> don't have to be like People are mm-hmm. so obsessed with putting people in mm-hmm. a box and and also like keeping them in a, in a box. Mm-hmm. So I think labels, in a way, they can they can be helpful, but they can also they can also like scare I, some people. I don't think they ever have to be so hard pressed either. Everybody, no. like not everybody, but it's like, oh, okay, I am bi, and now I can never be anything else. Like that doesn't no, that's not how it works. It, it, it doesn't mean you can't change. Yes, that's I, that's the point is I'm trying that I'm trying mm-hmm. to make is. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you, like, if you identify, like, I identify as a lesbian, I'm comfortable with identifying as a lesbian mm-hmm. and queer. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I just felt comfortable identifying as queer because mm-hmm. I didn't know where I fell into, like, right before I, I fell into what I feel mm-hmm. at, in this moment mm-hmm. right now, which is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Because I, I knew my life partner was going to be a woman, mm-hmm. and that's what I identify today, and that doesn't mean that in 20 years I can't identify as queer again mm-hmm. or I can't identify as bi mm-hmm. or pan and like don't ever put yourself in a box and I, I really want to emphasize that because I think people can maybe feel trapped yeah and and care about what people think well you feel trapped and then you feel like you can't explore anymore also exactly. and it's this is not how it works you you grow you grow more you learn new things mm-hmm. you find out things just like how both of us like related with other people strangers yeah like you you learn new things you find new things and you grow as a person and that evolves or doesn't evolve into other things as well like i now identify as she her and i've i'm still figuring that out (laughs) so it's it's though this world is new to me i like i'm kind of like take it slow like Definitely. that's how I feel what best fits me but there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that you say in the way that your gender expression is that like it resonates with me yeah. which makes me think and learn and grow and like wait a second I feel like that sometimes yeah. what does this mean for me basically and that's kind of like it's just when somebody opens your eyes like that you're mm-hmm. like oh it's almost like it's silly to say this but it's almost like that's an option I didn't know that exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I fell mm-hmm. in Maybe the next episode will be, like, gender, our personal gender yeah. identity or expression, if you guys want to hear that, to, let us know. To be real with the last one, it was hard for us to do because we, it was really confusing because I think we're still working it out in our heads. Yeah, and there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn and there's a lot to, even just to ourselves, we're still evolving. So, mm-hmm. like, it was, I don't know, I felt like we felt, we were saying contradicting things, but it's only because... It's it's, it's a, still it's, confusing it's, yeah, in our brain. It's so confusing in your We're brain. We're still trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. who yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. Like we, y'all, we we came out last year. <laughs> well, not even I. I came out this, this year. <laughs> year. Like I came out last year. Kels came out this year. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a whole you know new monster, mm-hmm. and that and that's that's the whole point of this podcast yeah. is like we are here to be vulnerable. We are mm-hmm. here to accept, you know, whatever yeah. feedback you guys have. For sure. For us, we're mm-hmm. not experts. We're literally learning every single day and yeah. figuring out who we are every single day. And not only that, like, I'm still, I again, I hate to say it, I'm still coming to terms with this this evolution. Yeah. I'm still, like, how you know, how does this work with it? Like, I'm still, not how does it work, because I've always known inside my brain, but it's to outwardly show it how it's I'm still being comfortable in my skin I'm still learning to be because there's still some days where I'm like ah it it hits me and I'm like wait a second why do you what are you worried about like I still have I mean (laughs) it was funny because I was like oh I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble and I had mentioned that to my therapist at one point and he was kind of like in trouble for what what are you six what are you gonna be in trouble for like you're an adult in trouble with who and I was like but it still feels that way like you it's a really hard thing to escape especially when you I don't know, I, I grew up as a parent pleaser, like, you know, Same. I did everything they asked, and 
like got you know got the decent I don't want to say good grades but decent grades I did what I could (laughs) and like you know and that's that was a big fear too is the same thing as like oh like you know I think the only saving grace is that I was older so I knew that nothing horrific could happen happen. so you know and like I said before that's I there's a little bit of guilt with that because I know it went well a lot better than a lot of people and I wish I wish that wellness for everyone and you know that's all I that's all I've ever wanted ditto yeah yeah so yeah I think that's gonna wrap it up for this one it was a slightly longer one but I think it was necessary we made a conscious effort not to interrupt each other (laughs) yeah (laughs) just for you guys let us know if that felt better I Uh I liked it yeah no it was nice I I, 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 it was very difficult but it was was very difficult but I I really enjoyed I just think we both noticed in the last one I'm like oh we didn't finish that story and Mm -hmm. like this I knew probably somebody would be screaming in their car listening going finish the story yeah yeah (laughs) So we're working on it. Yeah, it's going. Bear with us and thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So if you want to find us on the socials. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Socials. If you want to find our podcast Instagram, it is One Thing Queer. And my personal Instagram is Jenny Lynn Bouton. And mine is Specs Ray X. So if you guys want to go hit us up Mm -hmm. and send us questions <laughs> or email us or email us yeah one thing queer at gmail.com for questions yes and stories <laughs> yeah. if you want us to share your story we'll keep you anonymous or if you need advice we're here to give you big sibling advice mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah i think that is gonna wrap it up for this week's episode <sighs> My emotions hurt. <laughs> They've been stretched and worked out I'm today. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was gnarly. Yeah. But we did it. Well, we did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Graphics by BexUniverse.co. Music by Jacody.